Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. It's my great pleasure this morning to uh, bring to the show the member for Flynn, Colin Boyce MP, joins me this morning from Canberra. Colin, good morning. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just am absolutely blown away by what has gone on. I, I received a, a message from a listener, um, Wayne and Diane Bryant, and I, I want to thank them um, because they are really concerned and likewise a lot of us are concerned about what is going on with the Queensland government absolutely putting the agricultural industry and regional Queensland at risk. Good morning. Thank you so much for being with us. Yeah, good morning, uh, Ben, and uh, good morning to the listeners in uh, Queensland in general. And uh, you're absolutely right, and this all uh, revolves around uh, the proposal by Glencore to uh, literally take a dump in Queensland's rainwater tank. So for people who aren't aware of this... There is a trial that has been approved at this moment by Glencore that to pull the waste from their coal mine at Milmerin and pump, if I'm right in saying, liquefied carbon dioxide into the water aquifer of the Great Artesian Basin. Now, I don't know however this could happen. The, the, the carbon and capture story pro, project of... of, of the Great Artesian Basin that has been approved by the Labor government and this subsidiary company of Glencore, um, the Carbon Transport and, Sh- and Storage Corporation, wanting to inject liquefied carbon dioxide into our aquifer of the Great Artesian Basin. This is the biggest threat. I, I talk about veg. I'm going to get to you about renewables. But this is horrific that they would allow this. H- how has this even gone I, I know it's starting to gain momentum but how has this even got to the table where they would approve it it's a trial it's never been done anywhere in the world yeah look uh, Ben just to um, put the listeners uh, fully in the picture so the proposal at this moment is to start a trial which is 330,000 tonnes of what they call uh, hypercritical CO2 fluid so it's pretty much industrial waste, which they're getting from Millmere and Power Station, and they'll truck it out to their trial site at Mooney. And the proposal there is to pump it into the precipice sandstone water aquifer of the Great Artesian Basin, which is the deepest and the best water aquifer. Um, at this point in time, they have submitted a revised EIS statement to the Queensland Environment Office, and they are assessing that as we speak. And... Um, so at the moment, it needs the environmental regulation uh, or the environmental authority, I should say, change to allow them to proceed. So we've been fighting this tooth and nail, uh, me along with a whole lot of other people, um, uh, agricultural uh, uh, bodies and so forth, and it's absolutely outrageous, this proposal, because what they're doing is, as they've stated in their technical water report, they will compromise the receiving groundwater so much so that it will pretty much render the water source useless to anybody else. If this trial goes ahead, they then propose to start industrial-scale injection of liquefied carbon dioxide into the Great Artesian Basin, some 730 million tonnes. I I can't even believe it. I I can't believe it. So, Colin, does anybody have any concern whatsoever 
for the $13 billion of national economy every year that comes from the, the, the Great Artesian Basin, the 180,000 people, the 7,600 businesses, the 120 towns, and yet this subsidiary is actually even contemplating this? Like, in any other world, they just go, mate, go away. Get, get, go away. We're not even looking at this. We're not going to trial this. We're not going to put it at risk. W- why would we put a, even remotely try and entertain it at all? Well, uh, that's absolutely right. And what you have to understand about this, uh, Ben, and to the listeners, is that the Great Artesian Basin is the world's largest underground potable water source. There is no other like it anywhere else on the planet. It is similar to the Great Barrier Reef. Uh, it covers 177,000 square kilometres of, of Australia across four states. Uh, it's under 71% of the area of Queensland. It is the principal water source for many rural towns and many agricultural businesses. And to even contemplate doing this is, as I've said, it's just madness. And what worries me more so with the government's uh, carbon uh, reduction road that they've taken us on in respect to the safeguard mechanism where 215 of Australia's biggest companies will have to decarbonise by 2030, if this is approved, it's highly likely then that all of these companies will take up similar technology and people will be drilling holes in the Great Artesian Basin everywhere and pumping this industrial waste into the water. And it, it's just crazy to even comp- contemplate it. So we've uh, got a uh, relatively large group of um, agricultural people, the agricultural uh, bodies, Ag Force and QFF and so forth, and uh, we are vehemently against this happening and... Uh, it's in process at the moment, but uh, everybody needs to understand what is uh, at stake here. I oh, more than at stake, um, and I can't believe a company that we've seen what they did um, with their announcement that they're shutting down part of their mine in Mount Isa. How these people and how Glencore is even deemed uh, a, a company that is should be operating in Queensland with what they're doing. Colin, thank you for bringing this to our attention and I appreciate how busy you are and we're going to continue with this and we're going to try and get some answers out of ministers from the Labor government, the state government and why they'd even attain it. But the the renewables issue, mate, I've been going on about this for beyond, like, and it's happening in your neck of the woods, it's happening up at Rockhampton, they're just clearing mountains, bulldozing mountains for wind farms. If it's a solar farm, you can get it, you can do whatever you want, but God forbid you're a farmer and you want to grow some beef and you, you, you knock a sucker over without permission, you're in all sorts of dire straits. The, the, the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy that is coming forth, this um, drug that we're all in love with, with the Labor government, that we've got to be net zero and, and you know, by 2030 and all these absolute stupid, stupid decisions, we're seeing more and more battery fires starting. It is just absolutely... We're at a critical time, and I don't want to be dramatic about it. I've never seen a bigger mess in our lives because of the feel-good, do-good people out of the metropolitan Canberra region who want to make themselves feel better, but it is not the voice of the public. Well, that's absolutely right too, uh, Ben, and the whole renewable thing. Central Queensland is playing host to um, uh, dozens of these proposals and the footprint that they will have uh, the economic ramifications, the social ramifications are only now being understood by many of the small communities affected. 
just for an example, there's a uh, proposal to build 160 wind, wind turbines at Camburn near Theodore. Now, that one project alone has got a footprint of 45,000 hectares. That's 110,000 acres in the old scale. And these wind turbines, they're not just little windmill-looking things. These things are 280 metres high. That's from the ground to the tip of the top blade when it's pointing directly up. They're as big as the biggest skyscrapers in Brisbane. And uh, they are no-fly zones built across the hills everywhere. So if you're thinking of... um, mustering your cattle with a helicopter, you can forget about that. You're going to have to go and find ringers again, and ringers are a pretty scarce commodity these days. How are we going to produce enough beef for it? Well, look, it, it is clear we're, you know, they're not going to be able to produce enough beef for, our, for the population. We, we are going to, and I mean that genuinely, like, we, we, you know, we're becoming like other countries where, you know what, it's like I can't believe this. Well, I can't believe that, that they are allowing this to happen I mean, and, and, and Camburn and through there, cat, it's cattle country. That is cattle country. And what about the neighbours? How are they all handling it? I mean, these are foreign-owned companies coming into our country who are buying up, Take people are taking the money, right? They don't care about what it's doing for everybody else and communities. It's just absolutely destruction at its best. Well, that's right. And uh, Mr Bowen, the uh, energy minister down here, has... Uh, put a proposal out there that he's going to increase fivefold the uh, taxpayer funding to all of this renewable energy to achieve their 82% renewable energy target by 2030. This money will go to foreign-owned companies who are buying uh, foreign-made uh, components to build uh, wind turbines and solar panels and Stop. so forth. Yeah. Uh, they will leave us with the mess. The legislation that surrounds this, well, there isn't any. There's a set of guidelines and some regulations, but there's no legislation that oversees any of this, so it's not worth the paper it's written on. It's deliberately designed this way by the government, particularly the Queensland government, to expedite all these programs that are going to affect all of these small communities in central Queensland, all the way from Lotus Creek all the way down to... uh, uh, one down, and uh, there are literally dozens and dozens of them at various stages of planning. Yeah, well, I can tell you now, um, they get an we get an opportunity next year to get rid of this absolute circus of a state government, and the following year we get the opportunity to get rid of the the federal government. And I think Queenslanders and I think Australians, off the back of um, the referendum, off the back of what is going on with housing, health funding, cost blowouts, you name it, renewables, it just continues to go on. Gravel pits, everywhere we go, there's dramas. Like, they are got to go. And, Colin, you're doing a phenomenal job. I appreciate you giving me some time this morning. Mate, if we don't talk to you before Christmas, have a great Christmas. We'll talk to you in the new year. But, like, seriously, we have to have people like yourself fighting for us because without a voice in Canberra, we are doomed. It is as simple as that. And I don't want to be dramatic about it, but I really appreciate you what you're doing for us in this great state of Queensland. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, good on you, Bon, uh, Ben, and uh, good morning to the listeners uh, in uh, in Queensland. Thank you, mate. Colin Boyce, member for Flynn. We'll take a break, come back with more Rural Queensland today.